Welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Eckelbarger. Baseball season is over in the United States, but it is just warming up for Junior Riley. Today's episode of The Life of Riley is number 199, and it is entitled Baseball Uniform. It originally aired on May 1st, 1948. It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L. Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you The Life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents... The Life of Riley, with William Bendix as Riley. Being an average boy, Junior Riley suffers most when his faith in his father is shaken. And once in a while, Chester A. Riley shakes Junior's faith. Not on purpose, of course, but then does poor Riley ever do anything on purpose? For instance, the other day, Riley and his wife were in their living room when Junior came in. Oh, say, Mom. What is it, Junior? Did you see my baseball anywhere? Yes, it's over on the piano, and I wish you'd stop leaving your things all over the house. Oh, I'm sorry, it won't Your mother's right, Junior. You've got to learn to be neat. A place for everything and everything in its place. Well, I don't see the ball. It's on top of the piano, right behind my shoes. <laughs> and while we're on the subject, Riley, just what are your shoes doing on the piano? You sold Junior about being neat. Now, wait your... a minute, Peg. I got a good reason why my shoes are on the piano. Last night when I went to the poker game, you said to be home by 12, but I didn't get home until after 2. So I took off my... <laughs> Peg, why are you picking on poor Junior? <laughs> Junior, get out of here with that ball already. I'm gone. Gee, I'm glad I found it. I thought I was lost. Now I can get that uniform. Uniform for what? A real baseball uniform. I got 15 bucks, Big, and I'm selling the ball for five bucks. That'll do it. Five bucks? But the ball only cost you a quarter. Yeah, I know. I make 475. Hey, what's the profit? <laughs> Why, if he keeps making that kind of money, you know what he's liable to wind up? Mm-hmm. A used car dealer. Junior, <laughs> how can you possibly sell that ball for so much money? Well, Harold's willing to pay. Well, who's this sucker, Harold? Oh, some kid at school. He's got plenty of moolah. Hey, he wants it on account of its autograph. Look, look. Leo DeRocher. Well, hey, it's worth more than five bucks if it's signed by Leo De... Wait a minute. When did DeRocher sign this ball? Oh, he didn't, but Harold can't tell a difference. What? You mean to tell me you... Well, that's the crookedest thing I ever heard of. But, but Pa, it's father's right. That's out now, dishonesty. I'm surprised at you, Junior. Oh, well, gee, I, I can't only... believe it. My own wife's son. <laughs> now he's my son. Is this the way I brought you up to forge signatures? But, Pa, you forged it. Son? Junior Riley, don't you try to squirm out of it by blaming your own father. Peg. But he did ask him. I don't have to ask him. I just know your father doesn't forge signatures. Why, I... I bet anything. What odds will you give me? Chester Riley, 
You mean to well, say I that you... for a joke. I forgot all about it. You see, I told you Pop did it. Well, never mind who did it. That ain't the point. The point is you tried to take advantage of some poor kid. Oh, he's a rich kid. His father's a banker. That's no reason to rook him. I don't care if his father has a million bucks. This is a democracy, see, where everybody's equal. Take away this guy's million bucks and he's a bum like I am. <laughs> All right, Riley, that's enough. I'm sure Junior realizes he was wrong. No, he's better. Well, I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to buy that uniform. Now, you don't have to pull nothing crooked. If you need a uniform, you can come to me and ask me for it. Oh, okay, then. Will you give me the five dollars, please? All right, I got it right. Uh, uh, that's funny, I thought I had some... Uh, well, I'm, I'm a little short of cash right now. I'll, I'll give you a check later. I haven't got my checkbook with me. But you haven't got a checking account. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you the cash later. I left it in my other suit. You haven't got another suit. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, this signature looks like the real thing. Riley? Okay, okay, I'll get him a uniform. Oh, that's well of you. Say, will you get me one that has a number on the back? Now, look, if I was you, I wouldn't be so choosy. With your ideas, you'll be lucky if you don't wind up with a number on your chest. Well, Peg, what do you think of it? It's a nifty little uniform, huh? Well, it doesn't look very new. Well, there's a reason. It's second hand. Oh, second hand? Well, a new one's 20 bucks. Was a lucky break I found this in Sullivan's second-hand shop. He had a whole bunch of them there. Oh, Junior will be disappointed when he finds out it's second-hand. No, he won't. You see, I'll tell him this is the same uniform I used when I was a kid. And I happened to run across it in the attic. What good will that do? Why, for years I've been telling him what a great ball player I was. He'll be proud to wear this uniform. You were a great ball player? Well, sure. I remember one game in high school I made five home runs. You mean you struck out five times? Don't tell me I was the batter. Don't tell me I was the pitcher. <laughs> Some ball player. Now, Junior don't have to know that. The main thing is he likes his uniform. And suppose he doesn't believe you found it in the attic. He'll believe me. I'll sprinkle a little dust on it. You got any dust in the house? Oh, honest, Riley, you sometimes... Oh, oh, there's Junior. Now, let me handle this my way. Say, Mom, it's Pop. Pop, you got my uniform. Yes, sir, ain't it, Miffy? Oh, huh? thanks. I'm going to try it on. Right. Hey, Oh, this uniform isn't new. No, it's better than new. It's got a history. Son, this is the same suit I wore when I was your age. First baseman for the Brooklyn Dodgers. When you were 13 years old? Uh, I, 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 I mean, the baby Dodgers. They, in the juvenile league. <laughs> First baseman. Oh, well, gee, I, I never knew you were on a regular team with a uniform and everything. Oh, I'm sure. I played hundreds of games with them. Oh, if this uniform could only talk. What stories it could tell. You're doing all right by yourself? <laughs> you should have seen me at that. I used to murder that ball. Killer Riley, they called me. Gee, Killer Riley. Oh, you must have been good. Well, if you send me down, yes. <laughs> Why, once Babe Ruth saw me play. Kitty said, keep it up and someday you'll be one of the biggest. That's what he said, one of the biggest. You're one of the biggest, all right. <laughs> Yeah, you see, even your mother says so. Well, 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 Junior, would you like to wear this uniform? Would I? I bet it's a lucky uniform. I, I only hope you'll be worthy of wearing this uniform in which I rose to such great heights. Riley, will you please put out the garbage? 
Yeah, sure. Oh, I say one thing, Pop. Hmm? If you were so good, how come you never made the big league? Uh, big league? Yeah. Well, uh, how come, Pop? Well, yes, dear, I'd like to hear the answer to that one, too. Uh, you would. Well, uh, you, you see, uh, mm, it was my mother. I, I had lots of offers, but my mother kept saying, first finish school. First finish school. Yeah. And by the time I finished school, I was too old. Come on, let's play ball already. Oh, hold your horses, Bert. Hey, gee, that's a swell uniform, Junior. Boy, you got all the luck. I wish my father had been a ball player. Come on, let's play. Oh, my father was tough. They used to call him Killer Riley. But he went out of the park every time. You know, once Dave Ruth saw him playing, he said... Boy, he's big league material. No kidding. Ah, oh, you're full of hot air, Junior. Oh, yeah? Well, I got this uniform to prove it, haven't I? And my father doesn't tell lies. I still think it's a phony. I think your old man's a phony, too. Will you take that back or I'll shock you away? Okay, okay. I'll take it back. That's your own way. My father's on the level. Now, come on, let's play ball. Hey, Junior, what's that tag on the inside of your sleeve? What tag? Will you let go? Let go. What do you think you're doing? Oh, Sam, still. Will you let go? You're going to tear it. Oh. So your old man wore this suit when he was a kid? Sure he did. You sure? Sure, I'm sure. And they called him Killer Riley. Yeah, what about it? Well, no wonder. Hey, look, fellas. Look what it says here on this little tag. This uniform property of the state reformatory for juvenile delinquents. <laughs> Is that you, Junior? Yes, yeah, me. Hey, you're wearing my baseball uniform. Oh, you look great, son. Pop, was this really the uniform you wore when you were a kid? Why, uh, uh what makes you ask? You know, that, please man? tell me the truth. It's important. It is? Well, uh... well, of course it's my turn. Okay. But it's yours now, and I hope you had the same luck I did when I was a kid. Thanks. Ah, oh, seeing you in that suit takes me back 25 years. I remember the first time I put it on. I was the proudest kid you ever saw. You were proud? Yes, sir, and when I stepped out on that field, they watched every move I made. <laughs> I'll bet they did. Killer Riley, they called me. What a swagger I was. Yeah, I, I know. You told yeah, me. Yeah, not only hitting. My real specialty was stealing. I, I stole more in one year than any kid on the whole team. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Nobody had a record like I had. I remember the time... Where are you going, son? To my room. Oh, sure. I guess you want to rest up for the big game tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Uh, who's, uh, who's umpiring the game, Jimmy? Well, we don't know yet. Well, well, how about me? I'm not busy. Well, no, no, Pop, please, uh, the fellas, well, there'd be trouble. Oh, no, no trouble at all. I'd be glad to do oh, it. Oh, but, Pop, well, I... another word, Junior. It'll be fun. I haven't been on a baseball diamond since I was a boy. It'll be just like old times. Only this time I'll be on the outside looking in. <laughs> <laughs> Pop. Pop, you... oh, excuse me, I got something to do. Oh, yeah. oh, what a wonderful thing. 
He's so proud of me, he, he's crying for joy. Hey, Junior! Junior, here I am! Pop! You came! Oh, sure, I told you I'm going to umpire. I've been hunting all over for you. You said you'd be on the North Diamond. What are you doing away over here on the South Diamond? Well, you see... Oh, it just don't matter. I found you. Uh, where's your team? Please? It's uh, over there. Well, wait a minute. Why aren't you wearing the uniform? Well, I... Well, none of the other kids have one, so hey, I didn't Junior, want to... Well, what are we going to do? We can't find anybody to umpire. But, Junior, didn't you tell him I'm going to umpire? Oh, well, mister. Uh, who's this guy, Junior? My father. Oh. Hey, uh, hey, fellas. I can't get anybody to umpire. I've been all over. We've got an umpire. Oh, swell. Who? Junior's father here. Oh. Hey, what's all the things up? Oh, we got an umpire. Uh, yes, honey, I'm going to umpire. Swell, I'm Bert Simpson. Yeah, I'm Mr. Riley, Junior's father. Oh. <laughs> well, what's the matter? Why are you all staring at me for yeah. Oh, oh, I see. I got my coat button wrong. Well, well come on, play ball. Okay, fellas, let's play. But I'm playing this game with my wristwatch on. I'm not letting the umpire hold it. You cut it out, oh. Bert. <laughs> Bert's a great kid. <laughs> well, let's play ball. And I remember you, kids. Don't try to pull anything, because I'm on to every crooked trick there is. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, you can say that again. Play ball. <laughs> Come on, Bird, we need this one. Knock one over the fence. He right. Hmm. What? What's the matter, you blind? That was a mile wide. Ah, that was a strike. Three and two. Play ball. Yes. Come on, Bird, make this one count. Knock it out of the park. Out of boy, Bird, he walked you. Strike three, you're out. Look, that was way inside. I curved over the plate. You're out. What did you learn how to umpire? In reform school? <laughs> That's enough out of you. Now get back to the bench. Cut it out, Bert. I knew we shouldn't have let that jailbird umpire. Who are you calling a jailbird? Yeah, everybody knows you went to reform school. What? Everybody knows. I'll lay off, Bert. Mr. Riley's okay. Uh, thanks, Eddie. What if he did go to reform school? <laughs> lots of ex-cons go straight. Sure, lots of ex-cons go straight. Wait, wait, I'm... Who's an ex-con? Junior, what are you standing there for? You heard what he said about me. Tell him he's lying. Well, go on, tell him. Now, Pop, don't make any trouble. Don't make any trouble? Well, he called me a jailbird. He said I went to reform school. Tell him it ain't true. Tomorrow he'll be saying I got hung. Pop, <laughs> go on home. Forget it. I won't forget it. I won't stand for it. Come on, fellas. Let's go. This game's over. Don't wait, fellas. Come back. Let me explain. How can you think I went to reform school? I can prove I didn't. I never even took the entrance exam. <laughs> I mean, wait, come back. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> second act of the life of Riley in a moment. It's an all-family favorite. It's Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy few. 
Mother says... I could hardly believe the difference in my hair after I used Prell. Prell leaves hair so soft and smooth, radiantly lovely. Dad says... Hey, Prell really goes after unsightly dandruff quickly. Leaves a man's hair with that clean, well-groomed look. Yes, even Sonny says... That Prell tube sure on the beam. No waste or spill. Prell's fun to use. Yes, families everywhere agree on Prell. First, because Prell leaves hair more radiant than any soap shampoo. It can't leave a dulling soap film. Prell leaves hair soft, smooth, easy to manage. Second, doctor's examinations prove that Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. And that regular Prell shampoos control it. And Prell goes farther than any known shampoo, cream, or liquid. Try... In the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Riley, what are you talking about? I'm telling you, reform school. Junior thinks I went to reform school. That's what they all think. Oh, but that's impossible. Don't tell me. I heard them. They all stood around calling me names. Jailbird, ex-con. And Junior, he didn't even open his mouth. He just stood there agreeing with them. Fine son he turned out to be. Oh, now wait, Riley, relax. How can I relax? This is all your fault, Craig. My fault? This is what happens when you disobey me. Disobey you? Yeah. When you told me you were going to have a baby, I ordered you to have a girl. <laughs> but you had to have it your way. <laughs> Boy, am I glad now that I never paid the doctor. <laughs> it serves him right for giving me a son that thinks I'm a crook. Oh, stop it, Riley. You're getting hysterical. I'm through with that kid for good. I don't spend my last five dollars I got to my name for a uniform. I'm cutting him out of my will. Oh, no. <laughs> Calm down, Riley. Let's talk about this sensibly. I don't want to talk sensibly. There must be some explanation. When Junior gets home, we can find out what it's all about. Where is he? I don't know, and I don't care. Left me there all alone. Went off without saying a word. After all I've done for that boy... When times were tough, we didn't have nothing to eat in the house. But Junior got his bottle of milk every day. I know, dear. That was no cinch for me, getting that milk. Three times the milkman almost caught me. <laughs> now he has the nerve to think I could be a crook. <laughs> Actually, oh, what's the use? Wait a minute, where are you going? I'm going out. But Junior will be home soon. I'm going to I'm hereby resigning as his son. And to make it legal, I'm taking his birth certificate and marking it null and void. Oh, what a mess. I never thought Junior would do this to me. You can't trust nobody. Everybody lets you down. I'll never let you down. Unless it's necessary. <laughs> Who's that? It is I. Digby O'Dell. The friendly undertaker. <laughs> Going my way. Oh, I'm just walking bigger and trying to forget what my own son did to me. Ah, yes. Boys, send me a problem. 
Yesterday, a gang of hoodlums filtered a sign from that big laundry across the street and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was furious. Why? What did the sign say? If we are closed, drop your bundle down the hill. Yeah, kids can be awful. Junior humiliated me in front of all his friends. Well, my son, Mustang, humiliated me once. Yeah. The income tax collector once came into my office to question my return. So I said to my son, Mustang, go to the vault and get me the figures. Foolish boy. <laughs> Why, Diggy? He went to the wrong vault. Just what did your junior do? Uh, he thinks I'm a crook. Why, that's preposterous. Uh, not only junior, all his friends saying I was a jailbird. And my own son didn't even stick up for me. Oh, you can't depend on anybody. Not your son, not your friends. Except you, your old pal. You'll never throw dirt in my face. Riley, you can't depend on anybody. Junior should have stood by you. It is filial duty to be loyal. Yeah. Figure, I got an idea. I'm going to teach that kid of mine. I'm going to tell him I did go to reform school. And then I'll say, what are you going to do about it? Leave home? Stop taking money from me? It'll, it'll be kind of a loyalty test. Well, there's a lot of that going on. Last week, an FBI agent came to me, trying to locate a certain customer of mine. And when I gave him the information, he got very excited. Why? What did you say? I told him the man he's looking for went underground last month. <laughs> uh, you. I'd better be shoveling off. Junior, is that you? Hello, Mom. Now, come here, young man. What's this nonsense about your father going to reform school? Well, didn't he? Not. Mom, I'm old enough to know the truth. Why try to hide it from me? Well, this is the most ridiculous. I never heard of such a thing. Now, look here, Junior. I've known your father for over 20 years, and I'm telling you, he never went to reform school. Well, maybe he kept it a secret from you, too. Mom, I've got the proof. What proof? What are you talking about? Well, you know that uniform. Well, Please, please, please. Uh, wait. Oh, there you are, Junior. Riley, you've got to straighten this boy out right now. That's just what I intend to do. Junior, I've got news for you. I did go to reform school. Riley! But I... That's no use keeping it from him any longer. I went to reform school, all right. Now, what are you going to do about it? That's all I wanted to know, Pop. I just wanted you to level with me. I'll be right back. Riley, have you gone crazy? Hey, sir, come over here. Junior, come back here. Wait a minute, Craig. Yeah, what do you want, Junior? If you call my father a jailbird. Oh, what about it? This is what about it? Oh, my eye, my eye. The next time you make a crack about my father, you'll get double. Hey, he stood up for me. Did you see the way he poked that bird? He just wanted me to trust him. It ain't every son who'd go to bat for a father who's an ex-convict. Oh, this is the happiest day of my life. But, Riley, you're not an ex-convict. No? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, ain't it a pity? <laughs> but now, Junior, thank you. I was you... just testing him. I'll straighten him out. Uh, 
Oh, Junior, you're stuck up for your old man. I'm proud of you, son. Well, I just wanted you to be on a level with me, Pop. I don't care what you were once. I think you're okay. That's the way I like to hear you talk, son. But now, face yourself to a shock. I got some disappointing news for you. I never went to reform school. Oh, Pop, I thought you were going to trust me. No, honest, Junior, I was never in a reform oh, school. Oh, cut it out, Pop. But, Junior, believe me, Don't I... worry, know. Pop. I can take it. Now, Junior... I'm I... not a kid anymore. But, Junior, I was... It was just a test. I, I wanted oh, to... Oh, forget it, Pop. But, Junior, I'm... Curious. All right. Have it your way. I was in reform school. I was the worst juvenile delinquent they ever saw. I was absolutely in Corregidor. <laughs> I committed every crime in the book, all the way from larceny to arsony. I went up the river so many times they called me Salmon Riley. <laughs> Ask your mother. She was my mom. <laughs> I hope you're satisfied. <laughs> We'll be back in just a moment. First place with all the family. That's Trell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Mrs. Mildred Runge of Chicago, Illinois, right? In my family, a shampoo has to really be good to please everyone. And Prell has won that honor. Yes, for real cleanliness, radiant, and manageable hair, we're all cheering for Prell. And Prell will be a favorite with you, too, once you see how quickly Prell removes unsightly dandruff. Leaves hair shining with radiance. As for... But, Pop, the uniform... I'll explain it all over again. That's not my uniform. I never had a uniform. I just said so to get you to wear it. I bought it in Sullivan's Hot Shop. Look, here's the bill. Oh. Well, well, then you never really went to reform school. Of course not. Ah, oh, gee. Well, I'm glad we got that straightened out. What a couple of days I had. And it serves you right. I hope this teaches you a lesson not to make up crazy stories. Telling them you have a record. Well, to be perfectly honest about it, the story wasn't all crazy. In 1930, I was sentenced to a life burn. Hey, don't you remember, Dumplin? That's the year we got married. Folks, <laughs> this is Riley, alias William Bendix. We can attack cancer through medical care. Our contributions during Cancer Control Month will help provide vital research, public education, and medical care for all. Cancer is your enemy. It might strike your home. Major contributions today to the American Cancer Society in your city or Los Angeles 5. Let's do this for our own sake. Good night. Dr. and Gamble invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Schiff and Alan Lipscott. This is Riley as Paula Winslow. Bigger Odell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L. Proud shampoo.
Please listen carefully. Only one day left for lavish sensational offer. So hurry. Get 12 large-size gladiolus bulbs for only 25 cents and one lavish soap box plus. Make your garden a show place. In each set of 12 gladiolus bulbs are six beautiful varieties, such as Red Flaming Sword, Gorgeous Pink Picardy, and others. Guaranteed to bloom this year or your money back. Ordinarily, they'd cost three times as much. Here's all you do. Simply mail 25 cents and one lava soap box front with your name and address to Lava Soap, Cincinnati 1, Ohio. Order several sets and have exquisite cut flowers for weeks. But don't delay. This offer good everywhere in the United States except Montana expires tomorrow midnight. So to be sure to get your bulbs, hurry, send tonight. This is your last opportunity. Remember, mail 25 cents in coin and one lava soap box front with your name and address to Lava Soap, Cincinnati 1, Ohio. Listen again next week when Trail brings you The Life of Riley. And now stay tuned for Truth or Consequences. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Chester A. Riley can get himself into a jam where it turns out that he is suspected of being a juvenile delinquent because of a baseball uniform he buys. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> oh, well, it gave us some laughs. And for those in the U.S. who had just celebrated Thanksgiving yesterday, uh, maybe you laughed off a little bit of the turkey and stuffing that you ate. Uh, but anyway, he's a nutty guy. That's all I can say. Please send your questions and comments to host at ClassicComedyOTR.com. Come back next Friday for the next episode of The Life of Riley and check in on Monday for the next installment of The Aldrich Family. Until next time, in the words of Epicurus, the greater the difficulty the more the glory in surmounting it.